Place is high. Take a look. It's in a book. Reading rainbow. I can be B or do. I don't know. B or do. I thought it was do. Maybe it's do. Is it B? I don't know. I think it's do. Do anything. I thought it's B. No, I think it's be anything, go anywhere. Do anything, place to go, ways to grow, or reading rainbow. Reading, reading rainbow. Um. Okay, going back to uh, anyway. Burn this motherfucker down. Yeah, yeah. So I was talking to Jason, and he was telling us about the the fueling situation. (laughs) His wife's yelling at the at the dude, and she's like, "I will burn this motherfucker down." Oh, she said that to him. Yeah, and Jason's like, "I know you will. Just, just (laughs) calm calm down, calm down." I was just like, "Oh, did Jason intervene at some point?" No, no, he, that's what she was yelling at him. Oh, after the fact. After the fact. Okay. Yeah, and I, I didn't just, see the, I, I don't, I just saw Andrea was pissed, but I didn't see what well, led up to that. I didn't need, I didn't either. And it, it's, it's, it's a, a shitty situation that she, it's not even really a shitty situation. It was just a situation where you or I were supposed to be in the suit and. Well, but they don't make suits for fucking grown well, ass men. Yeah, they don't, they didn't, well, they didn't have them. Well, yeah. They. But I don't think they, well, this, I don't know what happened last week, but I guess someone quit. I that's think. that's part of the problem. Yeah, someone, well, they either quit or they were relieved of duty. Okay. And, One uh, of the two. And it was kind of just this, get the fuck over. What you almost sideswiped wow. the shit out of them. Dude, the brickyard's that way, bro. No shit. Um, so something happened. They left. Whatever. We so we lost a. They lost a suit. Uh, fire suit, not a lawsuit. Lost a suit, and so we were going to fill in to to do the fire extinguisher job, which is literally a prop. It's a prop position because there's a dude with there's the fire extinguisher. Actually, a guy that comes to the pit. They're, they're, they got two officials that show up to the pit stop. They have one that makes sure that there's no violations. There's like, yeah, like the you vehicles can't vehicles in the box. No parts or anything or but you can't people. yeah you can't be you can't airlift it air jack it and fuel at, the, at the same, same time, time. Yeah. it has to be fueled then you then air jack yeah. and then you take you know and start the the whole pit process but Andrew is standing there and fuel they they pit they fill up and then something whatever I don't remember exactly what happened but something happened there was fuel coming off of the overflow well they were it's because they sat so long that's the that's the problem mm. so they sat way too long typically it would have just been like a little sputter and boom gone and then that would have just evaporated into the atmosphere Uh um but that wasn't the case so fuel was coming out of the overflow and the fire official was like hey fuel 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 and andrea was like no no hey uh guys fuel because she didn't know what it was yeah um so and it literally could have been anything it could have been water it could have been fuel it could have been well i mean it's like clear liquid i mean it's they're they're basically running on kerosene so you it looks like right water so, and the, whatever the case was, someone yelled at somebody and Andrea had her, her mask up. And she couldn't hear. And she, cause she couldn't hear and she got accused of getting red flagged for that. When I think the actual red flag wasn't, it wasn't for that. I think it was for, for the, the fuel. fuel. Yeah. So, but whatever. I mean, it's like, that's the, you know, fucked up shitty part that shouldn't have happened but that's what happens in in pit stops Mm -hmm. so 
But anyway, that was just, I'm burning this motherfucker down. That's funny. It was hilarious because it was, and the fact that it revolved around fuel makes it even funnier. The gasoline thing. But. The gasolina? The, yeah. So, amazing weekend. Like, can't, can't thank Jason enough for inviting us out. Mm. Yeah, for just sure. hanging out, taking photos, taking video, like meeting the guys, seeing the process, trying to understand, like how all it, the things that were happening. Yeah, that that all goes on with that. Um, still don't understand the scoring part. Figure that out later. There's a because like with that endurance race they had today, mm-hmm. it was they he he started in like 19th place, I think. And then, but that was 19th overall. So I don't know where he was in the actual, who was actually doing the three-hour enduro versus the eight-hour enduro. So when you looked at the board, wait, why is mine not picking up? I don't know. Hello? And we will start a second conversation. Sweet. Okay, so Andre was going to burn this motherfucker down. Yeah, we talked about that. We talked about, it was, but it, Jason inviting us out, that was like, like. I don't think we talked about what this whole deal was. So I guess we have to go back to the beginning. Yeah, so so an- I don't, I don't know when this all started. So this all oh, happened. No, Andrea started off with like, Hey, you should come out for my birthday in Nashville for Jason's birthday in Nashville. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. Yeah. It was, Somebody's birthday. It was Jason's birthday. Cause he, his birthday is in April. It's April 1st. Um, or is it? I don't know. Jokes on us. Uh, so he was going to be in Nashville for a race. And Andrea, she just, I don't know if initially she didn't tell him it was going to be kind of a surprise thing mm-hmm. or if she told him, but she just, you know, and I don't know who all she, she texted. Yeah. Eventually I, I think she texted you. I know she texts me, but she texts people individually without Jason on the, the text messages. So I wasn't sure. Like, the aforementioned texts. Yeah. Um, so my wife and I were going to go down. And I was going to go and down. You were going to go down. And my wife, it was she had something scheduled already. She was going on a, a horse excursion of some sort, which she does because you know that's what Not my wife wrong. does. She does horse things. It's fucking lane. We are. I am. Yeah, oh. I need to be in that lane because we're gonna go up and then oh. we're going left then right. Like a double left. The left after the left. A left, a left then a right. Oh. Uh, to get on seventy. Okay. Um, but I ended up getting COVID. El COVID. Yeah. El Covidad. Which everybody knows that. La COVID. If after this car goes, you can switch Yeah, ones. I'm going to switch over. Okay. Everybody knows that I didn't know that I even had it. No. Uh, had zero symptoms. You had the Ninja COVID. Yeah, and I actually would have continued to go had had I not gone to get called get for the, sinus it, infection stuff. Had you not gone to get yourself diagnosed, yeah, you would have just gone anyway. Just gone anyway, so because I wouldn't have said, hey, Tennessee. Had. Here's some COVID. Here's some COVID for you. Have some of this. Yeah. Um, so then that kind of got screwed. And Jason's response was, well, don't worry about it. We're going to be in Indianapolis in October. And I'm like, I am there. I don't, I will, I don't care. Yeah. I'll, I'm coming. I'll, I will get there one way, somehow, one way or another, I'll get there. And then you as well was, was invited to, to come out. And so. Yeah, because Andrea was kind of bummed. That no one was going to be there. That nobody was going to be there. That no one was going to And we out. felt bad, but... Watch out, be Did I, though? Shoulder ahead. Well, you felt ill. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you yeah. did feel bad that you couldn't be there for his birthday. Yeah, I was upset that I couldn't be down there for his birthday. 
I'm then they went well they went back down for her birthday too okay that's why and I was going to go to that one we were going to go try to make it to that one and we couldn't make it to that one either um but I felt you know I, I felt horrible that I couldn't go down there to Nashville and then when he said he was going to be in Indian October I'm like I'm, I'm whatever we're there whatever yeah. it takes we're coming we're, we're going to get there like I think we almost instantly booked hotels pretty close or like was... Airbnb because I had forgotten I had reserved this Airbnb it was so long ago it was like yeah it was a couple a couple months almost ago. two months ago yeah now. that it was booked and because so. I had another stay up in Michigan and when I looked I was looking at the wrong reservation because I was like, what? I'm not staying in Indianapolis. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yes, I am. Oh, shit. Just not in August. Yeah. But, yeah, so we're, you know, we came out and that's that. Now it's, well, hopefully it's a thing. How did like, the, but how did the media thing come up? Did we propose that or? Uh, you did, actually. You said, you know, I'm going to, you said, I'm going to look into media passes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like. Oh, I didn't even think about that shit. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to look into media passes. And then you sent someone an email, but you never heard back. And but then, I don't know who you emailed. Well, I emailed SRO, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, Which so, are the people that are in charge of this race. So that, and then I don't think you ever heard back from them, actually. I messaged them back. And then like a day or two later, like, hey, sorry about that. Uh, we're, they had switched something internally. And they're like, yeah, we'll get back to you in a couple of weeks because it was still like a month out. Oh yeah, we were still a good ways out when we were trying to get that. Yeah. So then, I think it was like Monday, like well, this past Monday when I finally got notified that we had well, you media got, passes. But I thought that so we got you. Yeah, you got. But I thought Jason was J- a, Jason notified us two weeks ago that we could get that, that we, we could get it. the pit passes or whatever these things are called. I don't know. Um, uh, we've got we've we got, got white bracelets. Yeah, we've got white bracelets. We've got lanyards. Pretty much we've many got, can go anywhere. We've got green parking things. We've got. So it was weird. Jason's pass got us access everywhere. Yeah. As well as the media pass got us everywhere. Well, the the, the media pass gets us more access. Correct. So they gave us purple vests. Like we had to go to this thing at seven thirty this morning, which really wasn't a thing. Yeah. It was it's just kind a, of unnecessary. I think it was just a liability thing. Yeah, it's pretty just much. like, hey, here's where you can go. Here's where you can't go, so, uh, and you can pretty much go everywhere you want. Yeah, that's what it, said, that's what it ended up being. Yeah, and he said, if anybody gives you trouble, just, just don't give them a hard time. Yeah, don't give them a hard time about. It. Like I <laughs> probably could have climbed up on the roof of one of the buildings, and as long as no one gave me a hard time about it. Or yeah, because the way I afterwards all said and done, I, what I figured out is that SRO is basically borrowing the course. From Indy Motor Speedway, yeah, and Indy Motor Speedway, I think, were the ones that were had the course officials, the safety people, yeah. So, I think that's why he phrased it that way because I was I was kind of confused as to why he said it like that. Yeah, but it was like there were places like I got some dirty looks because I walked around I walked around the track almost yeah. almost its entirety mm-hmm. on the infield, and there were there were some people that they were taking photographs. 
they couldn't get to where I was going, and I was walking right by them, and I'm just getting, like, these nasty looks. For, like, normal, like, like people just, without vests? Yeah, just, you know, your regular Joe Schmo. Yeah. You, you peons that can't get media passes <laughs> and purple vests. But it was, like, one guy was, like, I walked by, and he was taking a photo, and I like, went to duck down, and he was, like, ah, oh, fuck. I'm, like... I said, did I, was I, did I get in here? He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, my bad. Like, I, I ducked down. Yeah. It's not my fault you can't take a photo Watch properly. But this is, doing this this week is kind of reignited photography for so me. So, Liz, you hear that? The, it was the event, um, not Mo. It was kind of Mo getting the media passes. <laughs> <laughs> Now I want to buy like new gear because my gear is thirteen vintage, years old. Digital. Vintage digital. Yes. Come on, homie. You want to get over? Let's go. I'm not in a hurry, so. Uh, yeah, vintage digital. That's what. That's what I shoot with instead of like vintage film or, you know, it's 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 antique digital camera. Yeah. But I feel like the only difference between what Jason got us and what we got from the media passes is the media passes gave you better parking. Oh, absolutely. Because we parked literally, like, right behind Gasoline Alley yeah, with the was, media passes. It was like, pretty dope. I will I will take that every time. And even we didn't even abuse it. No. Like, that was the problem. Yeah. We ended up parking where we could have gotten to, which is really only one lot over and the lots aren't it, it's, a two, it's a two minute walk from like one lot to the next yeah. if you take your time I think the media par- parking was maybe well I mean it was right up against Gasoline Alley well and it was right up against the media building yeah but the regular the parking for the staff and team members was maybe like I don't know 50 yards away if that yeah yeah but I'll take the 50 yards yeah for sure I mean, it's 25 steps. Yeah. So, let's see. So, we got the media passes. We... We did the bestie uh, thing. Yeah. My my primary job was just to get video of the crew because Eric of Imam Shots, who is a CrossFit Games photographer and a, a really good photographer because yeah. I've actually followed him before I even knew who he was. Totally awesome guy. Awesome like, dude. Uh, hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when he's hungry. Yeah, when he's hungry he's and at tired. A, he's at a calorie deficit and he is he is delusionally loopy. Yeah. It like after, you know, eighteen hours of work. Yeah. It was amazing. It was a good time. But it was yeah, seriously helpful. Like he didn't uh, hoard any knowledge. Like I told him like up front, I'm sorry, but I'm asking a million questions and he was more than happy to ask every last one of them. Yeah. Um, but he was uh, basically all over the track getting those shots for... He was getting the action shots. That's for the Reardon uh, Racing. And Brandon was trying to basically getting auxiliary shots of everything else. Documenting behind the scenes. Yeah, and then I was getting video around the team, like the pit crew, Yeah. and, uh, and taking some stills. So it was kind of nice that it was a three-pronged approach and because uh, Eric because I kind of deferred to Eric like what direction everybody was going to go because I felt like he was the most experienced in what he, we were doing out of the three of us he would be the lead photographer oh absolutely I mean he he showed up with the expensive $10,000 lens yeah yeah that he rented that he rented yeah he, 
<laughs> it was asked like, "Oh, you got?" He's like, "Ah, oh, no, I rent this." Yeah, because I, I was like, this. "Damn, man, you got the three hundred He's like, "Oh no, I rented this thing." I rented this. <laughs> this. This shit is expensive. He was like, "Hell no, this thing's expensive." <laughs> and for those that don't know, that lens is like it's a ten thousand dollar lens. It's a ten thousand dollar lens, and it's legitimately two two foot long, maybe two and a half foot long. It's a yeah, big with the, fucking uh, lens. With the lens, uh, once you add the, the, the lens, lens shield, yeah, yeah it's the about hood, two feet. Lens hood, yeah, it's about two feet. Off, off the body and the hood, it's it's a big ass, friggin' heavy lens. So, but yeah, it was he was doing his thing and getting all these shots, and I've got I've got my my stuff with my mediocre talent that I need to get back in and start working on again. I mean, I, I went to school for photography was like a minor for me but I haven't really picked up a camera in six or seven years it's it's been quite a while so I even but like I was telling you though like you have the eye the eye never yeah. changes no it's the just, eye never changes it's just the gear so uh, but I mean because after you figured out your initial <laughs> I forgot hiccups. to change the shutter yeah <laughs> after, I was shooting it Shutter, I was shooting shutter priority, and I'm just like, why isn't the shutter changing? Oh, yeah, yeah after two hours, didn't I didn't change it, yeah. that's why. I'm an idiot. Yeah, so, I mean, it took you, what, about an hour to figure that out? Yeah. And after that, you were fine. After that, it was good. Now, then, it, from there, it's just messing around with making sure that, you know, I, I think I stayed between 125 and 800. For the shutter speed? For or the shutter speed, speed yeah. yeah, for the shutter speed. Okay. Um, 125th of a second to 800th of a second. Oh, okay. Um, which is really goddamn fast. Yeah. Um, at one point, I was up to 8,000th of a second, which is maxing out my camera, and I was still getting, like, this blowout. Everything was white. Everything, like, background was white. Some of the some of the pieces of the cars were white. I'm just like, all right, I can't shoot it. I, I can't shoot into the sun anymore. Like, yeah. I just, I'll have to go in and in post and, like, really change the really exposure. Really work that over. If I, if the shots are even good, like worth, worth, worth salvaging. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I've got about probably legitimately all close to 4,000 photos. Uh, Cause yeah. some of it was, yeah, you know, a Just spray and spray. Yeah. A lot of it was take this, take the same shot four times, changing the shutter speed several different, several different times just to try to that is a bloody scene. Yeah. On the road. Looked like a deer. It could have been was a Sasquatch. Could that too. Um, but yeah, it was... Get, getting back into photography is something I think I'm going to have to do now. Inspired by the race, not Mo. Liz. Inspired by Mo, not the race. Um, <laughs> yeah, so like, yeah, after we kind of figured out what we were doing, you know... Everything we all kind of went our separate ways, and yeah, it fell in line. Yeah, real it fell fast. in line, and you know we're gonna get all our footage together and, and just kind of share. And uh, it was uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah, I definitely. My, it was my first time shooting uh, automotive sports. I've done motorcycles before, which is a little bit different and a little bit. I, yeah, I, like, it's a little bit different because, like, motorcycles, you can only race them for so long before they have to come in, before they just have to stop racing. Right. They get hot. Yeah, they get hot and they run out of fuel. Yeah, the, the I've, I've done drag races. 
um, and not two drag queens running, you know, down the track, <laughs> like drag fifteen thousand horsepower, like Hemi's and shit, just you know, blowing nine second quarter miles down the track, and that's that's easy. And then don't they have to rebuild the engine after every run? Some of them, not all. The the dragsters, they get maybe two or three out of it, like oh. the actual dragsters. But I'm talking like guys with you know 69 cha- uh, chargers oh, guys, like and, that rides. have like 800 to a thousand up to 1500 horsepower okay but those are running back to back and they're running on you know nitrous and race fuel yeah. and just the smell of the smell of uh like burned off race fuel and nitrogen in the air is, is something completely different it's than what we experience today it'll give you a headache like real fast um but yeah dragsters is easy like drag racing is easy you just stand there and they're they're coming at you yeah Yeah, i mean well they're coming at you so it's not like you're trying to catch blur or Mm -hmm. you know motion blur and but this is this was a whole other experience of just trying to make sure that you know every everything is right and trying to get the the only thing i wish I wish that we had here or at, at Indy was I wish there was a almost a wider gap between pit row and the main drag at the start and finish. Oh, so we could so see that, over the wall. Well, so you could see over the wall Watch or on shoulder ahead. so that us, the media, could get to because there there is literally no no place for media to get the the start and finish. Of a race, like well, you can, but you'd have to have a nasty lens well, yeah, to do it. But like a four, like a three or four hundred. Because I don't know if you saw the one Eric got that he, they posted for the uh, for the win today. Oh no, he took it yesterday. He said, "Yeah, I was like, I, I looked at the picture. He's like, dude, that is a killer shot." He's like, "I'll let you know a little secret." He's like, "I took those yesterday." <laughs> He's like, yeah, you know, I figured I'd take nice. a couple. Same, same car. You know, keep them just in case we need them yeah. for tomorrow. <laughs> same car. Just but he said he was um, on top of the paddocks, and he said it took him like five or six tries to, to get that. To get it, yeah. Because he said he was shooting it um, vertical. Okay. Because he was trying to get the, uh, the what you call it, the tower, the start tower. Oh, okay, yeah. In the shot. Because the one that's posted on Instagram doesn't have the tower in it. I gotcha. The, but, uh, the flag, the flag tower. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. But well, and yes, you would have to have a net. I just wish that there was a better, like even a tower, like a pedestrian bridge of some kind for, or just something elevated behind pit lane. Yeah. For for media. Uh huh. Like to be able to go up there and shoot. Because, and for it to block all the luxury boxes behind us. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can't. <laughs> Unless you can get into a luxury box, but also, but, but, well, but there's then, glass. You got glass, which is yeah. going to be a problem too. But they just—I I wish there was a better ah, way. Darn it. I forgot to—I I meant to go back to the media center and take a picture from up there. Oh. So when we had to go to that meeting on Saturday morning, they said, "Yeah, go to the media center." And I don't—I don't know what I was expecting, but I certainly wasn't expecting that. I was not expecting what, what was there. It, so, it was There had to have been 70, 80 TVs hanging from the walls. Yeah. In, in 
the, just rows of tables. The media center, God, it had to be. I'd easily say 100,000 square feet. Yeah, easy. From front to back. And it's the whole fourth floor of that of the Of the... Or of the building next to the pagoda. Yeah. If you're familiar with the Indy Motor Speedway. And there was rows of desks that probably had about 10 seats in each row. And each seat in front of it had, like, power outlet. USB. USB. Um, Ethernet. And just, like, large flat services. Because when we went up there, like, there was stuff already in there. And I was kind of confused. But people, like, already go in there and they claim their spaces. Yeah. So for guys that do this for a living, like, it was really awesome because they had, like, a refrigerator where they could go put their food. They had coffee and drinks. There were soundproof broadcasting Yeah, there were soundproof booths back there. And then I didn't realize it at first, but that little window space next to the soundproof booths, that was for interviews. Oh. So, like, you could take a camera in there and you get a nice view of the track. That's an interesting Tesla. It is yellow-gray camo. Yeah. I don't know who they're trying to hide from unless it's like colorblind people. Bananas. Bananas. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like that just goes to show you like how much they value, me- you know, media. Media, yeah. Like for their for their track. Yeah. Um, like they well they they know that they understand that now it's not it's not the like TV broadcasting so much anymore. Mm-hmm. They used to, you know, permeate everything. Now it's, you've got guys coming in from all different venues, mm-hmm. like from different teams. Oh, there were people from, I heard, like the one guy that was in pit lane during the pit stop taking pictures, he was, he was English, I think. Oh, damn. Yeah, there were people from like literally all over the world here to cover this stuff. But I think the furthest team I saw that travel was from Australia. Wow. I would want to get out of Australia right now, too. <laughs> I don't blame him. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that Please was reported ahead. well, and even Eric said that like he he had never seen a media center, a media area space like that so nice. large, yeah, that nice. Yeah, it, it was it was enormous. Like it was, I could probably put a couple of my houses in this place easily. Like I think it was bigger than the barn where my horses live. Yeah, that's pretty damn big. That's Yo, you've seen it. I've yeah. seen it. Yeah, it's huge. Just as far as, like, the sheer surface area, it was bigger than our barn. Yeah, it was amazingly nice. Yeah. And that's where the roof Watch access was. On shoulder ahead. Yeah, I would take this detour because oh. there's uh, construction that's been going on, like, all football season. Because yeah. I have to come this way. Slow Watch traffic out vehicle ahead. on shoulder ahead. Well, it goes down to one lane. Oh, fuck all that. I ain't, yeah. I ain't doing that. No, not today, Satan. That I ain't doing that. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> so, like, looking back on the weekend, like, what's one thing that, uh, like, was kind of, like, what's one thing that you took out of that that you just saw that was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, what something that you weren't expecting. Don't piss off Andrea. Well, aside from that, <laughs> um, I just how I would say how well organized everything was. Mm-hmm. Like the overall, St- the, the staff was super nice. Yeah, like staff is amazing. Like everybody's like, "Hey, good morning, how you doing? Welcome to welcome to Indy." Blah 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 blah. When you yeah. walk in, 
Like there wasn't this, there wasn't these, anybody that had a God complex. Mm-hmm. Like, Hey, like, you can't go, go here. You can't go here. Yeah. My white band says otherwise, or, yeah. you know, this, this, you, you know, you didn't have to argue with anybody on, and I've been to events where, you know, you've had, you have enhanced passes. I don't want to call them VIP, but you mm-hmm. have an enhanced pass to do something. And someone's like, yep, you can't come in here. And it's like, I just left here. Yeah. I can, I can come back. And so it's just one of those things that's, uh, it was, it was nice to see that everybody was really nice. Like didn't see anybody get hit by a car, even though there's, I mean, there's legitimately race cars running uh, all over the place. And to to, to make that statement, like it's impressive that more people don't get injured Yeah, because there's plenty of people walking around, not paying any damn bit of attention. And there's like race cars there's they're coming scooters, off the track there's yeah golf there's carts like, uh, motorcycles utility vehicles running all over the place tire racks yeah garbage disposal yeah. trailers there's, and that was one of the things that i observed that I was like wow it's just how much traffic there is off the track yeah you know in terms of support whether it be like you said tires or people shuttling food or shuttling drivers back and forth mm-hmm. like that was really impressive and just like the uh, the network of safety measures that they had in place to ensure people wouldn't get injured, was, well, to the best of their ability. I'm right. sure people, no matter how hard you try, someone's going to hurt themselves. But yeah, that's that's what I that's what I liked about it. Just everything around the organization of it, the efficiency of it, like getting cars on and off the track mm-hmm. was seem, seemed to be a painless process. And when I'm watching it, yeah, but, considering there were at I think. The most were like forty cars, yeah, and they all they right. all they all get on at the same place and get off, off at the same, same place. place. Yeah, and and even with that, knowing that there's what fifty pits, something no, there's like more that? than that. Sixty, I think it's like because there's the whole pit row that we were in. Yeah, and then there are garages. Well, well I mean, just the I'm talking, oh, yeah. talking about okay. the pits. Yeah, there's probably I think sixty maybe. Well, we were in 17. So, yeah, probably. Probably close to 60. But, like I was saying, I think they were at the most this whole weekend. There were, like, 40 vehicles. And just as fast as they got on, they were all off. Yeah. And, like, was, you didn't even see... There was no, like, traffic jams or bottlenecks. It was just, like... Nope. They... It was... Efficient, I think, is probably the yeah, best way to describe efficient. it. Efficient. It was smooth. But, again, they've been doing this for 110 years. Yeah. At this track. So... They, they probably know a thing or two about a thing or two. I hope so. At this point, but yeah, the and, and the hand whistles that cracked me up. Yeah, I had seen them before on uh, on Amazon, but I wasn't quite sure what the practical application for them were until this weekend. So basically, it looked like they had like it's little a, flashlights in their hands. It's a little hands. wand, and it flashes. Yeah, yeah, and instead of like them yelling or using a physical whistle, they just push this little button, and it makes a whistling sound. And people look up, you know, when you hear a whistle. Yeah. Get the look up and get the hell out of the way. And yeah. Because that just meant that somebody was coming through. And, and vehicles have priority there. Oh, absolutely. It's not, it's yeah, not, that, a, it's not a pedestrian. Yeah, crossing. that's one thing I did pick up on is vehicles have the right of way. Vehicles have the right of way. Like, you <laughs> get the hell out of the way. when some, It doesn't matter if it's a guy on a on an electric scooter yeah. or, you know, a half a million dollar race car coming down yeah. the road. Anything with wheels definitely has the right It has priority. Yeah. Actually, I saw a guy on a one wheel. Oh, I did not. Uh, when I was out shooting yesterday, I was on the the back straight under the pedestrian bridge, 
and this guy just comes out. He like, he just comes out of nowhere, mm-hmm. like walks by me, um, and I'm a good ways away from where he came in at. Like mm-hmm. he, like, because you can only get on the backside. You can only get in in certain spots. Like you either have to get in at the beginning of the gate or the beginning of the fence, mm-hmm. or you have to walk. All the way down. Like 200 yards, 250 yards down to get into another gate to to get into the shooting area. Mm-hmm. Past where you, the, the peons can't go. Um, <laughs> the, the normies. Yeah, and I was all the way down, like in between the two gates, which is, it was like a good 100, yard, 100 yards away. And I walk, I'm, I'm walking back and we pass each other. And I stopped at one of the, the openings in the fence and took some shots. I turn around, there's a one wheel sitting on the ground. And I'm like looking around, I'm like Where's its person? Who whose is this? Like I may walk away with a one wheel. <laughs> if when once this is all said and done, I'm gonna I'm gonna take my shots and then I'm gonna look left and right and I may just pick this thing up and ride it away. Well, it was the guy that I passed. Oh, okay. Because a lot of people like I was I was the only guy out there walking like everybody was showing up on golf carts or they had little mini bikes and all that stuff because it's it's a it's a haul it's not it wasn't close yeah it the track is two and a half miles around the oval but they can configure it to To make it like a road course yeah and there's a lot of real estate inside of that on the infield of that track hell yeah there is and I've walked all of it on the infield and but yeah, so the guy showed up. He picked up the one wheel and he turned around and he, he took off on it like he like he knew what he was doing with it. Mm-hmm. So I assumed he's the owner. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, "Damn, all right." He just. So I'm kidding. I would not have taken a one wheel. I would have taken it to and to a lost and found of some kind. I'm not that big of an asshole. That's a like a eight hundred or thousand dollar toy. Toy, yeah. Yeah. Another thing I remember, I can recall is like just the smells. Oh, like I love the smell of gasoline, like burning. But there are distinctive smells. Obviously, the race fuel has a certain smell. Yeah. But like whenever someone uh, damaged their vehicle, like that, either the smell of oil, burning plastic, burning plastic, or burning carbon. carbon fiber. Yeah. Yes. Like because it was weird. Like it, when I when this when I could smell something, I knew like a specific thing was wrong with a vehicle yeah. as it passed by. And the sounds. Well, that too. The sounds, like the, the sound of a of a car with a down cylinder. Yeah, with yeah. a you know a blown cylinder, or with a because they can't modify the engines. We I found we found out today. Yeah, the, the engines are shipped by Porsche the or Lamborghini, and they're sealed. Mm-hmm. They're basically they're literally sealed and tagged. It's like an iPhone. Yeah, yeah. If you break that seal, you're, you're you done. bought it. You bought it. Well, where you're disqualified. In well, that, that too. So. The, uh, and then even so, they're sealed from the manufacturer. But then, before the race starts, the vehicles have to go through inspection. Yep. And they put security tags on, on certain parts of the engine, like throttle bodies yeah. and things like that, to to make sure that they don't get tampered with. Yeah. Now, software wise, they can run the software however they want. Mm-hmm. So Pretty, yeah, what we discovered. So you're basically talking about a normal configuration engine, like nothing crazy. So Lamborghinis, they're you know. V10s, V12s, whatever they've got going on in those, uh, that particular, that particular car, is coming from Lamborghini. Sealed. I, sealed, and I, I'm going to, I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm probably going to end up being wrong. But they're going out, you know, as a configured, you know, five, six hundred horsepower motor, mm-hmm. 
Now, once they, you know, drop that in there with the gearing and the the lack of whatever exhaust is there, just a couple of pipes that are coming off of that mm-hmm. thing. But then they change the fuel map. They change the fuel map, and they have and they, high pressure fuel rails. Yep, and they're they're, you know, maybe trying to you know do some sort of compression change through software. Mm-hmm. That thing is probably closer to seven seven fifty horsepower wise. After mm-hmm. after all that, they are so loud. It is music to my ears. Just like when we got there on Friday, I was just like, oh, listen to that. And it's weird because certain vehicles, their sound is very specific. Yes. Um, like the Lamborghinis are more of a high pitch, which well, is what the vehicle that that's Reed what, Racing uses. Yeah, they have they have two Lamborghini Hurons, mm. LP, whatever GTs. So yeah, that and so we got used to that sound because that's what we heard like yeah. up close and personal. But the one that had like the most distinctive sound was the damn Aston Martin. Well, the, the yeah, the Aston Martin. But I think that that Bentley. And what I think is funny is the Bentley and the Lamborghini basically have the same V10 motor. Okay. But that Bentley motor was deep. Yeah. Like crazy deep. It sounded very ominous. Yeah. As it came down the front straight, which was kind of where we spent most of our time. Which now I want a Bentley <laughs> that I can take the exhaust off of and so, run it. Yeah, what we had. So different vehicles that were out there. We saw Toyota, Lamborghini. So, yeah, Toyota Supra, Lamborghini Huron. Um, and every Lamborghini out there was the same. It was mm-hmm. all, there, was, there wasn't like a, no one had the a. Kintosh or anything. Uh, yeah, not the, not the Kintosh. There was, I'm blanking on the, the, the last, the Aventador. Mm-hmm. There wasn't any Aventadors out there. Um, Nissan. There was a couple. No, there, was there wasn't a, any Nissan. No, I take it back. The uh, Acura. There was the Acura NSX. NSX yeah. um, but, uh, Porsche. Yeah. GT GT3 RSs. Do we say Bentley already? Uh, there was the or Bentley. Bentley yeah. The Bentley Continental. Um, what else? Uh, Ferraris. Mm-hmm. A couple Ferraris. BMWs. BMWs. Mercedes. Yeah, Mercs. Jesus, those Mercs were amazing too. Like the the AMG GTs or GT AMGs. I if I could if I could have any impractical car or two, uh, that GT AMG from Mercedes is just a basic two seater that looks like something that Watch come out of street, speed racing. Yeah, like I said, like it looks said, like a like, like a evil bad guys. evil like one of the bad guys from Speed Racer yeah. would drive that vehicle. With that um, big, massive, aggressive grill. Yeah, like that thing and that that Bentley. That Bentley is kind of practical as it has a back seat, technically. But, like, the 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 Porsche GT RSs and there, are... Weren't there a few Lotuses out there, too? I didn't see any Lotuses. Okay. Because um, Lotus only makes the... I mean, but for other the other classes. There may have been. I wasn't paying attention, yeah. to be so honest. So there were... There was a whole Porsche, like, GT class mm-hmm. that was out there running... Um, yesterday after after we were done we uh, were done with qualifying and that just sounded like it sounded like a well, during the during during the the warm up laps it sounded like a like a like like giant bees yes were it sounded like a, just a hive of angry I, hornets yeah but hearing, Cause, hearing cause I, one of them was fine because I remember hearing all of them I just turned, looked over my shoulder I was like what is that he's just like Ugh. <laughs> it sounds like a bunch of Honda Civics yeah oh Porsches, my bad, but yeah, the, 
uh, what else was out there? There had to, there was something else out there too. In the stuff we were watching. Yeah. Oh, Mustang. There was a Mustang. No, a Mustang. A Mustang. Yeah. One single Mustang. That was just on Saturday. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see, see them on Sunday. Um, and then I, th- I think that's it. I think that's basically all the the cars in that GT series for what they were doing. But it was. It was real crazy. Like today was today was the day that they they needed. Like they, I think I think Jeff was upset yesterday because he didn't come in first in the Masters. Well, division. So, but backing up a little bit, so the quote amateur driver and Masters driver coming into Saturday had a chance to win the title. Yeah. But on Friday, one of the vehicles' motors broke, and not just broke. There's a hole in it. Had an oil leak and blew a hole in the side of the block. Yeah. So the one vehicle, I guess, is set up for sprints or yeah. shorter races. One's a sprint. One's a yeah, a, a GT sprint car. The other one's a GT. Then the other car. one is set up for longer races. So longer meaning like to run more than 45 minutes. Yeah. Like three hours. Yeah. And Jeff, the car that I think he needed was the one that broke. Yeah. The one that broke, he he was set. He was in like sixth position, I think, going into. Oh no, he started in nineteenth because. No, 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 no. I mean, before the, be, when when he qualified in for the, today in one ninety one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for the, Saturday. For Saturday, he was in like sixth position, starting position, because they had to swap yeah. out the cars. And when you swap out cars... It's not the same car, so... It's not the same car, so you have to start at the back of the pack. Start in last. So he started in 19th. last. 19th. Yeah, 19th, and worked his way, way all the way up into 6th, six. Six, which put him in second place based on scoring. Yeah. So... Because I feel like the two cars were equal, but I feel like Jeff was a better driver than that other guy. It's just Jeff couldn't catch him because he had to get through all that traffic. Yeah. And um, there were no cautions during the race, which I found bizarre. Yeah, not not a single one. Because usually, if there's a caution, that would have catch up. Yeah, he could catch up, and that would have made it a little bit more even for Jeff to catch that other guy. Luck. Yeah. And um, yeah, luck. That was. Yeah, it's just you know, once you get so far behind, then you get caught up with lap traffic, and it's just can't work. He he ran out of time through. And and speaking of working your way through lap traffic. That McLaren. That was the that was McLaren's oh, McLaren. too. There was a McLaren from Inconspicuous Racing. This guy was lapping motherfuckers. Yeah. Like he, not just He the, almost lapped Jeff. He almost lapped Jeff. Yeah. And Jeff was running. And Jeff finished sixth. sixth. <laughs> this guy was in first and he was lapping people left and right. Like that. But for clarity, there were they were in two, There were different classes running simultaneously. Yeah, there was about three classes running simultaneously yeah. yesterday. But and yeah, he was this guy in the McLaren was just taking no prisoners for any class. He was just like, he's like, I'll take you yeah. and I'll take you and I'm coming for you. And yeah, and it was just he was just surgical. It was it was it was a flawless run. Mm-hmm. Like it was absolutely that guy ran the perfect race. Yeah, and then today he. Uh, he got bumped off. He cut in front of he cut in front of Jeff. So that McLaren today cut Jeff off. Jeff bumped him, not on purpose, mm. but they just they touched and in that the McLaren first lap. and yes, yeah, first lap, second turn, mm-hmm. and that McLaren was off the road. Yeah, 
And I think he still ended up coming back in in that car and doing some damage to people, mm-hmm. like just passing them left and right. But yeah, that that McLaren was nasty, nasty car, like just super nasty. Um, but it, yeah, anyway, so Jeff was Jeff was running, so he he ran good yesterday. Came got took second overall, um, and then today him and Vesco they. Took- they ended up taking first, first, and Vesco is an assassin. Like that dude <sighs> murdered. He he, he might not be the, the last politest guy. Yeah, from, like I didn't interact with him. I, I intentionally didn't I, interact with him just because of what I was hearing from him yeah. from other people. Um, I tried to say hi, and he just kind of looked past me. So it was yeah, okay. he said excuse me to me when I was filming one time because no. he walked right in front of me. Yeah. And saw that I was filming, but that's okay. Yeah, well, at least he said, "Excuse me." Yeah. Um, so Jeff started in nine. Jeff started in nineteenth today. Out of forty. Out of forty. And and this is for a three-hour enduro, so everybody's on the same level. That's not like. It's not, you know, different. I don't think there were different classes. But there were, is, or maybe there are classes. There were two classes, but two races. Two right, yeah. So. It had the Pro-Am, which was... Jeff and Vesco. Jeff and Vesco, and then I don't know what the other class was, but they there was an eight-hour race and a three-hour race. Yeah. Uh, the team we were there with, they chose to run the three-hour race. So Jeff rode for about... I think he went a little bit longer than Vesco. Because normally they split it up 90 minutes, 90 minutes. Yeah, he went. He, I think he went about probably a little over an hour. With one stop. Mm-hmm. And then when... Probably went another 45 minutes. Yeah. And then they pitted again, swapped drivers, and then never pitted again after yeah. that. Never stopped again. Like, he came... Uh, Vesco came through pit lane for just a visual on the passenger side of the car. Oh, no. He didn't come through pit lane. He just went through... Um, uh, Jason Wait. went out. Oh, no, 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 no. He, oh. Vesco actually came into okay, pit I lane. Okay, I missed that. And... They did a visual. It was around the twenty-minute mark. Okay. Because he was gonna. It was when he was gonna pit again. Oh. Okay. And you'd thrown the helmet on my head to go. Uh, okay. For the lolly. I missed the. Uh, oh, I missed that. Yeah, he came through pit lane. He slowed down to get a visual, like. He, he, something felt funny. Yeah, and or that, or it was either something felt funny, or maybe Zach called him in because of a reading or something, okay. and they wanted to check, get a visual on the on the passenger side of the car and so he slowed down I, I don't know I can't remember what the this 65 is. Okay, or so, 45 is the so uh, he slowed lane. down to probably about 30 oh wow like he got slow and then the minute that he passed they gave him and he so whatever the issue is that Jason ran out to the track to check uh huh oh I bet you it was that front fender it, he, they checked it again okay they, he no, that front wing visual. yeah because we noticed that at the oh, end oh when he the, clipped it yeah, yeah. We noticed that because I because when Jason ran out at the very beginning, I didn't know what was going on, and then I didn't know until the end of the race when I looked at the car physically. Yeah, that the, and it, it was like, man, that's broke. That and like, oh yeah, that happened again. in the first turn. Yeah. <laughs> so they, yeah, but they he never pitted again, and he ended up in that last. It was in probably in the last that's, like three laps. He went from. Oh no! It, it, so it, it started. So when Jeff got out of the vehicle, I think around what eight. I was I wasn't okay. around, so I, I couldn't see the when the, leader when the swap happened. Uh, Jeff got up to about eighth place, and then when Vesco jumped in, 
and Vesco just stayed, you know, real. He was in 16th for a long-ass yeah. time. Um, I do know that. So then Jeff's, or, yeah, Jeff got into about 8th. Everybody pitted, which uh, I didn't know, but you can't pit whenever you want to. There's a pit window. So that really, like, changed things up for me because I'm used to NASCAR where you basically pit whenever you yeah, want to. Yeah, you pit to. when you need to. And it's a strategic thing, but... With uh, GTs, I guess you have to pit at a certain time, which I think makes things more difficult. Yeah, you have to. Well, you have to plan for it. Yeah, because now you. But everybody's coming in in that same duration, so now you can't like out pit someone. Well, I mean, you could have a really shitty pit stop. Yeah. But you can't really like tactically out pit other people. Um. So he sat in about eighth, and then slowly slid up to fifth, and he was in fifth for a minute, and then next thing I knew, he was in third. And then he was in second, and then he was in first, and that was all, like, within the last ten minutes. Yeah. It yeah, was... so he just, like, he, he just cruised up the up the field, like, real, like like you said, like an assassin, like, an assassin. like he was super quiet about it, and just came in and just, like, boop, 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 boop. And, and with that being in the last ten minutes, that's, like, within the last five laps. Yeah. Yeah, because he... roughly did... about two minutes a lap. And then, I don't know what, I, I think he just managed to put space between him and everybody else because he finished damn near a minute yeah. in front of this second place driver so I don't know if he just like really started eating up that lapped up lap traffic and then it just caused everybody else to slow down behind him but yeah it was how fast he took over first and then the margin of space he put between himself and the second place vehicle in the short amount of time he had to do it was was pretty impressive. Yeah, it was it was it was wormholy. Like Yeah, it was weird. It was it was but it, it, we're standing there. Like I'm I know I was standing down there and they're like, we're in second, we're in second, they're holding up you can't hear shit when you're down there, so yeah. they're holding up fingers like one well, just two, 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 we're in second. And the next thing it's like, shit, we won. <laughs> we, we won. Yeah, he took first. I'm like, how the fuck do you do that? Yeah. <laughs> like he just stepped on the gas. No, because at first Jeff was like, Are we in fourth or third? And then somebody was like, we're in third. He's like, oh, I guess I got to go put my uniform or my, uh, because I got to go put the uh, fire suit back on. I can't get on 70 here. Uh, well, this is. This is the way it told me to go. Yeah. Wazi lied to us. Oh, you son of a bitch. Uh. All right. Well, I'll take this four, four minutes out of the way. And oh, no, it's going to make you do a U-turn. I can't do a U-turn. We need to figure this out. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to just make a left. Yeah, I'll make a this. left on Meadows Drive. Is that what that is? Where it wants me to do the U-turn? Yeah. I'll go left there and just follow that and see where it takes us. Um, hey, we're backcountry driving now. <laughs> Woohoo! Uh, but yeah, it, Jeff was—he was like, "All right," and then he like, then he came back and was like, "We won. <laughs> we won. That was it." Jeff is an interesting guy. Um, I did not have a conversation with him. No, he was busy. But he's he's the driver. He's busy. Like, he, even if he's not driving, he's standing down there. He's busy. He's focused. Yeah. He's watching. He's the amateur. Yes, he's the, the amateur to the pro. And, and the master's athlete. Yeah. And then um, also part owner. No, Jeff's not. Jeff, he... is, Jeff is the money behind. He's the one. He's the sponsor. Yeah, uh, the Burton Lumber. But Vesco is the owner. Okay. Vesco is the part owner. Okay. Jeff I, is the he's the sponsor and the one funding a lot of the a lot of what they're doing. 
Because okay. if, if Jeff were to, for whatever reason, if Jeff were to leave, I don't think that team would be able to sustain itself. Hmm. Interesting. Um, and where are we turning at? Just turn down, turn left. Here, here. Okay. Here. Um, but yeah, so it's. Ooh. What is. No trucks, good thing we're in. I guess I'm in an SUV, so. Yeah. This is like driving down my my road. It's like a country road, like legitimate country road. Yeah. Where's that taking me now? It's like trying to get this. Us... Still trying to make you do a U-turn. I can't do a U-turn. I can't go back. Just... I literally can't go back. Just keep going straight. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So it's like this. This racing thing is actually pretty cool. And I've I've been talking to my buddy Todd like just over Facebook Messenger because mm-hmm. this is what he does. He did on the side for uh, Racers Edge race team, and they were there today. Mm-hmm. And but they've been there all week and with the exact same cars that he was working on that he was doing and, and photography. So. It was pretty cool to like send him pictures of cars that I've of seen his on car, yeah. of, of, I've seen on his Instagram accounts of shit that he's done and his response is I miss it I'm coming back I'm doing it again I'm getting back into it so he kind of stopped because of COVID and oh so that's pretty recent yeah it was yes, like, his last thing he did was uh, November 2020 was the last motorsports activity post that he he put up so yeah um it'd be cool if he can if he can start doing it again and maybe catch him at some races if we if we continue to do this which it sounds like that could end up being the case we'll just have to figure things out he's saying this liz not me oh she knows (laughs) i told her it could be i told her it could end up being a thing i'm like this could end up being a thing and she's like Great. Hey, well, I'll have to edit this part out. But hey, if she won't let you move, then she, then she then, can at least let you do this. Yeah, she can let me do this. This is—I mean, it may still cost me money, but <laughs> travel expense. But we'll figure that shit out too. Let's see how that works. Yeah, for my first time doing media for a racing event I think it was a good experience but I also think it might set me up in terms of having poor expectation management in the future Yeah. Uh, weather was great people were awesome access was amazing resources that were available to us were far beyond anything I ever would have possibly imagined Uh, but yeah it was uh this might have been the worst, best way to start. Yeah, absolutely. Because, <laughs> well, and that's what Jason was saying. He was like, just in general, he's like, Sebring was a shit was, show. Was a shit show. It was a mess. Like, so official, was it the officials weren't on their shit? You know, that I don't know about the media stuff, but like, officials weren't on their shit. They didn't run very well. Um, this the the team wasn't. Um, trying to think more like not coercing but they weren't cohesive they, they were yeah they weren't cohesive and Sebring is where uh, is that Atlanta okay maybe I'm not I'm, I'm not up on my tracks like I know I know the NASCAR tracks I don't yeah, know I, I'm, I don't know I'm gonna start I'm gonna start paying more attention to GT stuff actually and something I wasn't aware of is this is the first time that GT has come to 
Indy Motor Speedway. Oh, I didn't know that. Because uh, uh, I was talking to a, a spectator was at, asking me questions and stuff, and he he was saying that he's got the season passes, so he he got this plus the Brickyard plus the GP race plus the F1 race. Oh. And he was like, "Oh yeah, this is the first time it's ever been here." Because I was commenting like how I liked how you had the feel of you know a big race, but it it wasn't packed. Yeah, there was. The spectator-wise, that was a well, slightly spe- disappointing. They're all in the infield. Right. Which I didn't realize until... They're all sitting on the grass. Yeah, they're all sitting on the they're grass. They're not sitting in the bleachers. Yeah. Which, so, I mean, it's a road course. Like, you can't really see anything from the bleachers. No, you, you can only see people pass through. But, yeah. But that's kind of where, I don't know, like, yeah, there's some exciting stuff that happens out on the track. Mm-hmm. But if you can't get access to it, like, or you're just not there... It, the right time, mm-hmm. then it's boring. You're, you're watching shit. the same turn watching, over and over and over. Yeah, you're just watching the same cars do the same turns over and over again. Now, occasionally, you get the bump and you know thrown off, you know, slide off the road. Mm-hmm. But that was really few and far between. I think there were really, I wouldn't say crashes. We missed the, the major crash. There was one. Yeah, there was one there Friday before we got there. Oh, the I team that was right in the same bay as Jason and them. Uh huh. They that dude tore up his Austin Martin. Like, he hit a wall. It, like, shit went everywhere. Oh, like in Bay 17? Yeah. Yeah, because there was another race team in there with him. Oh, I was wondering why we had so Initially, much space. Yeah, there was another... So, the one dude that filled in was yeah. from that other team. Oh, okay. He got paid for the week to be with that other team, mm-hmm. and he stuck around. He's like, I got nothing better to do. So I'm stick around and watch some cars race. Well, then they ended up pulling him in to, to help get oh, some wow, stuff done. Oh, wow, that worked out. But he was from... The, the team. team. He yeah. was from the team before and okay. moved to another team and then helped out. So, but yeah, the the dude, like, was coming around one of the turns right there. Well, the turn that you would sit at when you would. Okay, when you turn, said, well, turn one for NASCAR, but yeah. it was turn 13 or yeah. whatever. Whatever that. He, that last he turn. He hit that wall. Oh, wow. And, like, parts Just, went everywhere. Like, up in the alley. Jason said he could see shit flying. Whoa. He hit the wall that hard. And he was fine. He ended up going to the hospital, got checked out. Okay. This is a flea market? The hell? There, it looks like it's either like a giant yard sale or... Yeah, I feel like that's someplace I shouldn't knock on the door and ask for a glass of water. Yeah. Did he come out of the septic tank? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so he, he was helping out, and that was that was good. Because if he hadn't... I, I don't know what they would have done if he hadn't helped out. Yeah. Because you and I were... We could not fit in the fire We, we suit, couldn't so. do what we needed to do. I tried. Like, I almost got into the one. Like, I tried on the one. And the one get, and the one dude ended up leaving also. Yeah. Like, he... He had, He... He was... It was his time. It was, he was supposed to go home on Saturday. Yeah, I know, but... Wasn't he? He did. Okay. Yeah. And, but my thing is, like, I look at that, and I, dro- and I drove him to the hotel. Mm-hmm. And he is—he talked the entire time, mm. like can't wait to get home, see my wife, gonna do, get a beer. Do, oh, has do. he been on the road for a while? I don't know. No, oh. but I don't think so. I think he just—I don't know. Like, but my thing is, is like, if I—if I've committed to, to doing something, a thing, a thing, like a job, because mm. that's—it's his job. What it is, I guess, when you look at it that way. I'm not going to just up and leave the team like when they need me like 
Liz would be understanding. Like, if something happened, like, say I was supposed to... You were supposed to be home Saturday. I'm supposed to be home Saturday. And I said, hey, you know, something's come up that we're, we're down a, a person, you know, whatever. They, they need me to stay. She'd be like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... Because it's, it's work. It's what's paying the bills. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes you, sometimes you just got to do shit you don't want to do. Sometimes you got to stay late. And sometimes you got to stay late. Like, I, you know, for my job, I was up at 10.30 the other night still working on stuff, answering emails. I didn't want to be doing that, but mm-hmm. it's shit's got to get done. Mm-hmm. So now I did end up taking Friday off and said, fuck it, I'm out. Like, <laughs> I told my boss, I'm like, this is an opportunity I'm not passing up. Mm-hmm. Whatever we didn't install, whatever happens, happens. I'll be back on Monday. There's nothing that can't wait till Monday. There's nothing at this point that can't wait till Monday. He's like, go. He wouldn't have stopped me from going anyway. Um, Because he's a car guy as well. Oh, okay. That's how we know each other is through the Volkswagen Club we were both in. Oh, yeah, you did share that. that, He's how I met my wife. He's how I met Liz. So, hey, Moe's Auto Sales. But I'm bummed. But, uh, yeah, so he was just like, go. Like, yeah. I'm like, well, I'm not asking. Like, I'm <laughs> telling you I'm going. I'm not saying, I'm not asking you if I can take the time off to go. Yeah, you should make sure you give him one of those armbands and I'm, your, I'm or something. Yeah, next time I see him. I got an extra orange SRO band in my in my stuff. Um, but, like, that's a different story. I get, you know, I'm not saying he doesn't get paid time off, but... Mm-hmm. He's, he's a full-time mechanic for the for the team. So he goes to the garage and he works on the cars. And he oh, he's to, in Utah? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. So he goes to the... He works on the cars. He does the stuff he's supposed to do. And then... He goes you know, home. When, and he goes home. And then when the team flies out for a race, he flies out. And your your job is to work on the car and make sure that it's running tip-top mm-hmm. you know, condition. You don't... It shouldn't just be... Uh, the dude looked like Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite. Um, oh, uh, that wasn't Brandon. Was no, it? that wasn't Brandon. Brandon was the re, he was referred to as the Asian monk-looking guy. <laughs> when someone said Brandon, he's like, "Yeah, the Asian monk-looking guy." And he's like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, okay." Because well, and key, also, these guys have never worked with each other before. That's the other part that like. Oh, I was not aware of that. Yeah, that baffled the shit out of me. They're all like. Well, we were talking to David this on the truck. This is whole Franken team? Basically. Oh. We were talking to David on the truck. Yeah. When we were leaving. He's like, oh, no, this is my first race. What? You got it. If we're going to Dayton, we have to get in that lane. Oh. Okay. With this lane here. Yes. I'm like, I was getting ready to do no, the we, normal. We're not gonna, we don't want to go west. We want to go east. I'm glad you were paying attention. We would have to go do another, try to attempt a U-turn somewhere. Um, but yeah, David was like, oh no, he was like, I left the engineering, whatever engineering space he was doing. Oh yeah. For, and um, he works for, uh, California Edison or something. Yeah. And he's like, I just, I wanted, I wanted to try something new. And yeah. you're like, oh, this is, and he's like, oh no, this is my first time doing this. And you're yeah. like, shit. Well then like Patrick, mm-hmm. this is Patrick's first race. Uh, what? Yeah. This is his first race with with the team. Okay, but he is but he's done this stuff before. I'm assuming. I don't know. He may have worked. He may have done some race car things. Because I know he said that he's uh, the rowing coach for um, 
freaking he fucking crossfits yeah what the hell's the the people that never lose um the Swedes no Froning what's their thing called oh Mayhem yeah Mayhem he's the rowing coach for Mayhem yeah get the fuck out of here he said he rowed at Oxford or something on that I can believe well I can too because he's huge he's huge yeah <laughs> he generate a lot of force he is he is a massive individual Welsh individual yes Welsh not British no he's him and I got into an argument about what bread sauce was would it I'm not familiar with bread sauce I wasn't either I had to google it <laughs> but before I googled it I argued with him about it because I knew nothing about it so I figured it, it would <laughs> make sense this is a good sense. time to have an argument it, this was a great time to have an argument about something I don't know mm-hmm. and it was when the Bob Evans we went and picked up the Bob Evans and yeah he's like oh he's like Thanksgiving dinner blah 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 yeah you know, this is missing bread sauce and I'm like Bread sauce? You got bread sauce over there. He's like, there's no bread sauce. I'm like, there's fucking gravy over there. I said, you got bread sauce. And he's like, mate, that is not bread sauce. He goes, bread sauce is amazing. And you need to get bread sauce. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean it's not bread sauce? I said, I said, what do you I said, what the hell is bread sauce? I said, you take you take some some of the, the juices from the whatever the chicken or the beef stock or whatever the protein juice you're going to take that juice you're going to put that shit in a pan you're going to add some flour you're going to thicken it up with some breadcrumbs and he's like you're fucking impossible <laughs> so for reference and what, then I looked up what bread sauce is what it is? is literally milk and bread and maybe some like some sort of fat like an oil of some kind olive oil or something mm-hmm. and some seasonings and it's basically pureed and he's like he goes so it's gravy it's fucking gravy it's okay. it's British gravy bread sauce is British gravy hmm not familiar at all with bread sauce I wasn't either but now I know that it's gravy I was right thank you Patrick thank you Patrick yeah okay. hilarious guy by the way yeah super funny super personable too like, oh for sure like yeah. he 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 tries to pull this demeanor that he's like a, a, a prick, and he's he is he is a British prick. Like he is, but he's funny in in the most British way possible. Yeah. But the thing that I like, like I'm gonna jump around. The thing I like a lot about Jason and what he does is, we were in the we're in the paddocks, we're done racing, and he's like anybody that's walking by that's staying outside, tell him to come in, tell him to come in, tell him to look at the cars. Just you know, we're not touching the cars, like mm. you know. So we're, we're, you know, I'm telling, yeah, come on in, have a look, take a picture, whatever. Mm-hmm. Patrick takes it like to the next step, and like he's putting he put, kids, put little kids in the car, he's putting kids in the car, and I'm yeah. like, that's awesome. Like, yeah. And his response, he's like, I've done two good deeds today, so I don't go to hell. <laughs> I'm like, you're you're a better man than I am because I probably wouldn't have let kids in the car. Yeah, but yeah, because I would just tell people, I was like, yeah, go take pictures, just don't touch anything. Yeah. Just. But yeah, yeah then I turn around, I see Patrick just open the door open and the shove door. a little kid in there. I was yeah. like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Get in there. Yeah. He gave, gotta, away, he gave away three hats, like, he just right off his head. Yeah, I have a video of him trying to get out of the car. <laughs> so the reason why that's so funny, Patrick is... Uh, he's 6'5". He's 6'5", and uh, by his own admission, he is 260 pounds. He's 100 and... What do you say? 125 kilos. Kilo, so, yeah. Which I think I'm going to start telling people my weight in kilos because yeah. 125 sounds way sounds better. Sounds way better. You're like, oh, well, what do you weigh? 75 kilos. 
75. Well, that's 75. That's really only 150 pounds. I take that back. Uh, <laughs> I weigh I weigh like 100. Well, yeah, about 113 kilos. It's right around like 225. I'm just gonna round down in kilos. I weigh one. I weigh one kilo. <laughs> uh, I I'm two stones. A stone is like 70. It's some weird. It's a some weird conversion. It's I, it's a uh, it it's a it's a, isn't it like Irish or oh hell I don't know they use it all over the place in the UK mm-hmm. like the one guy I used to work with was from he was from the UK but he lived in Brussels because he wanted to get the fuck out of the UK mm-hmm. but he would he would do that shit like anytime he pick it, up something he'd be like oh this weighs about half a stone I'm like well how much does a stone weigh he's like oh, it depends it's like a pood I'm like. <laughs> Well, poot is an actual. That's a that's a Russian measurement. He would pick up like a laptop and be like, eh, "It's like a quarter stone." I'm like, well, how much does a stone weigh? He's like, "Oh, whatever. Yeah, whatever." It's arbitrary. I'm like, well, how much do you weigh in stones? He's like, "Uh, two and a half stones." I'm like, how the hell can that thing weigh a quarter stone? And you're two you and a half two, stones. Yeah. And he's like, eh, "He goes, it doesn't matter." I'm like, how does that work? So, but yeah, this. This weekend was was great. Yeah. Like, it was... Like, I don't know what I was expecting, but... And, and I'm not saying that in a negative way, but yeah. just... Like, I, for my whole goal was to help Jason with whatever he needed. Yes, anything Jason needed. I was like, what do you need from me? He's like, just have fun. Like, yeah. relax. Yeah, he kept saying, just have fun. I'm like, no, dude. Like, you're hosting us. You're letting us be there. What can we do to help you? Yeah. And, uh... So, like, like he didn't have anything for us. He just said, "I want you to just capture media, however you want to do it." Yeah, so, just document the behind the scenes stuff mm-hmm. because I don't necessarily need this stuff for the cars or the drivers. Or yeah, nothing against the drivers. But he said, "There's been nothing to try and highlight the the efforts of the team." Right. And uh, I, I understand the value in that. Yeah. You know, and Jason's always been a very. Like, he will literally give you the shirt off his back. Mm-hmm. He is a very genuine, giving guy. Mm-hmm. Like, that. it just... There there aren't a whole lot of people on the planet like him. No. Like, he is... He doesn't... He doesn't... He's not selfish. That's the most time shit. I've ever spent with him. Uh, and, but... Well, I, I mean, I met him at his wedding, but, I mean, shit, it was his wedding, so well, I, I talked knew, to him for, like, three minutes. But you knew Andrea before you knew Jason, right? Not much longer, because I knew Andrea about a year before I met Jason. Okay. But it was funny, because I was talking to Andrea, and she was helping me with some projects, and then she said something about... I saw a picture of them together. I was like, oh, you know Jason. And she's like, you mean my fiancé? And I'm like, What? I was like, how are you guys engaged? He's in Ohio. And you're I was like, it Arizona. just didn't register. Like, how do you know this guy I kind of know? Like, yeah. there's no way that could possibly happen. But, you know, the CrossFit universe is vast. Yeah, it is. And that's how they met. It, it crosses multi, multi-parallels. Yeah. Multiverses and everything yeah. else. Yeah. I've known Jason for probably every bit of eight years. Mm-hmm. I've known him for quite a while. Um, and I met him through the Fit United. Like... So I met him. Hold on. Sorry. Sorry. 